If you could switch the pools of water at American Ninja Warrior with either mustard or mayonnaise, which would you choose? <laughs> okay, so something something that people don't talk about with condiments is that I've, I, I grow a lot of hot banana peppers during the summer. That's like a hobby mm. of mine. And then I make... You are a hot banana pepper. I, thank you. I make mustard out of it. What? And yeah, I make hot habanero, or uh, sorry, Ooh, no, it's spicy. I make hot banana hot pepper banana. mustard. Wow. And I make like a couple gallons per batch. I end up making a, like several jars throughout the season. Mm. But what they don't tell you about mustard is that that shit stinks really, really bad. (laughs) When it's room temperature or just like left out to like sit, it reeks. It will fill your house with the smell of mustard. So I say mustard is probably Mm going to be like the dirtiest. (laughs) Just disgusting. The whole crowd was saying like, yeah, we were just saying like mayonnaise seems grosser, but now that you brought that up, yeah, I mean mayonnaise, mayonnaise is like that's real gross. It's too, like though. the texture <laughs> and it's like the texture. Seeing mayonnaise. somebody climb out of a pool of mayonnaise, <laughs> something about no, also something about Chance was that he likes mayonnaise on plain hot dogs. That's not true. He loves to eat a mayo dog. What a- you said we should oh, just save no. this for later. I know. That is We're dirty. Save this for just later. scrap this. All right, Zach, scrap what are we it. talking about? But no, well, the most Cracks important knuckles. thing we need to talk about is, uh, Zach, you need to talk about your hot, the hottest Disney couples mm. that you think oh, man. are. Okay. Yes. So it probably, like, I mean, I'm going to go with the staple of, like. <laughs> I thought you were about to say Simpsons. I'm going to go with the Simpsons. What the hell? Uh, I'm gonna no, go sorry. with Marge, no, Little Mermaid, and um, huh. it was Ariel Eric. and Prince Eric are going to be. Yeah, like, did you did you listen yeah, to the pre? So that? I know that I'm okay. a duplicating here. Uh, well, no, I, I I believe I said that those are bland. Well, well of course, I think we brought up that it was an imbalanced couple. Oh, I am absolutely. Too, but- gonna be the bland hot dog then of i'm gonna be the mayonnaise hey. dog hey. the mayonnaise dog of of the mayonnaise group here dog. um but i do i do think that they that was we talked i heard the the question was like what awakened you as a child and that's that they was, did that's an element well, that, of the question. that was like the opening i think i think i i well it all spawned from me seeing that twitter post that was like your your four anime, anime crushes, crushes for sure yeah and then Silas said, "We've no. I've noticed. Me and Lisa have noticed that these these Disney characters. Some of them are just like have a lot of sex appeal. And I want to know which is the hottest couple. And then it all turned into like <laughs> uh, attractiveness imbalances in Disney couples. Yes. And then saying, yeah, like is is he does he have more? Is he hotter than her? Things like that. I I would also say Kidakakash and Milo Thatch." Yeah. For for on 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 the top probably, Milo. Okay. And this is why, like Milo has that skinny guy hotness. I know that that's he's like he's by far the smallest person in the entire film. But when he throws on that like little tank top and he's got like I mean, 
He's got a nice little jawline attached to that, and mm-hmm. she is all about him. So it's like, have you ever, have yeah. you ever like found a couple attractive, more attractive by the fact that they're like super into each other? Of like course. that, that is the factor for me in in yeah. Milo Thatch and Kadakakash. I think she super super loves him. They got a freaking sequel where they're together, and he gets tattoos and stuff. Yeah. So. Also, yeah, I watched that sequel. By the end of the movie, he's got like a swagger thing going on. Yes. Yeah. Oh, dude, I love probably favorite. One of my favorite parts of that that movie is like the end where like they it's like the turning point of where they all turn on them at the end where they like bring she's like they lock her away or whatever. And then like the whole tone changes and then essentially like one by one, like his friends like betray him kind of thing. But then they turn back and they're like, actually, we'll stay here. I don't know. I just that that part of the movie is so freaking good. Well, he gets he gets out of the like water as they just got done, like translating what is underneath the like water, like on the wall. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he's like steps out or he like puts his head above water and whoever's in charge. I forgot his name, but he's just like, you have a nice swim. And then everybody's yes. standing on the shore with guns. And it's just like. Dang. Not good. Yeah, and and he like punches him too, doesn't he? Like punch. He like punches. Yeah, Milo him in the tries face. to punch him, and he grabs his fist and punches him in the face with his own hand. He is much much stronger than than Milo. Yes, uh, Milo it gets is still violent just really a fast. skinny boy. Holy, um, Carson White just texted me. It says apparently like Spotify is doing the like your year in Spotify or whatever. Basically good, baby. And it was just. Uh, your top podcast was the Basically Good Podcast. You've listened to 84 episodes for a total of 6,039 minutes. Wow. Uh, Just imagine wasting... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> 6,000 minutes. Wasting all That's... that time on us. On us. That's what a awesome. Chump. What a chump. Freaking awesome. No, yeah, shout awesome. out to Carson. Uh, thanks for listening, spending 6,000 minutes of your life also also it's crazy we have six thousand minutes of content also shout out to him because i think he's just been an encourager of all of texting us all the time yeah for sure it's awesome yeah no i think that's a hundred hours yes we have a hundred hours of content published insane not not to intimidate anyone who just started listening holy but no i think i think that's Um, my that's my top tier I would say that's a good. That's top a good top tier. tier. I know we we, we don't want to we don't want to bog down this this pre pod but the last pre pod but I did want to give Zach a chance to put that in because I know that's been a hot hot topic for everybody is when to know what Zach's hot. hottest Disney couple was. But Zach, you've got a topic for us. Yeah, um, I'm pretty interested in. This. Yeah, so so when I was a kid growing up, um, my brother and I on Thanksgiving while my parents would prepare the delicious feast, um, we would see if we could. 100% Zelda Majora's Mask before it was time to eat. That was like the day's goal. So we would just crush the game while while my like bef- getting prepared for the the evening meal. And this year was was no exception. Um, we we got started in the morning, but we wanted to switch it up a little bit because 100%ing the game is is I mean it just is busy. Like it takes a long time, and we do it all the time. So. Um, <laughs> We wanted to see uh, if we could uh, get through, like if we could complete the game 
after the initial three-day cycle in one three-day cycle. So after you get through the first portion of the game where you finally get detached from like the Deku mask or whatever, can you complete, can you beat the game in one three-day stretch? And huh. you can, and we did, um, if you use uh, a couple of glitches in the game, one called, uh, it's called the um, infinite, infinite Sword Glitch, and you do it by uh, crouching and then using a crouch stab and then standing up and pressing A on a sign, and it, it, it always activates your sword. So as you're standing there, there's like a beam that extends from your sword and it's always hitting. But what it also does is it doesn't allow you to fall off cliffs while it's active. So uh, then you use bombs um, at the milk road that connects the uh, the way you get Epona, like the ranch. And you bomb can- Bomb on ranch? You, yes. And then you can bomb- I think it's a different thing in- I think in, it's a different one in Terminator. Yeah, but yeah, pretty much in Terminator, the Terminator equivalent. Um, but then you bomb hover. So what that means is you drop a bomb at your feet and then backflip shield. And as it explodes, it sets a level underneath you. And then you don't fall off that level because of your sword glitch. So you can pretty much backflip up nothing till you get on the wall. And then you can jump behind the boulder that they mine for three days. So then you can have access to your horse and then on the first day, and then you can finish the game. So we we tried that. It took us all day to like get prepared. We had to write out the whole game, uh, but we did successfully do all the glitches, jump behind the boulder and got the horse on the first day. So I wanted to talk about like goofy ways to play your favorite games, because that's just kind of fresh Man. on the mind. Like speed running, um, using the like exploiting i think jackson said you know exploiting the game um that that you've played kind of like your your household favorites um to in order to like like have more fun with it so have you guys ever done that before and how so i personally have not i think my extent of like like cheating in games would be like the game shark I had for my Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah. And I uh, would, I had a Castlevania game and I would get like um, infinite, whatever lives, whatever. And, and I don't know, like, and I never loved like cheat codes and stuff. Um, but I will say in the past like year, I've been fascinated with exactly what you're talking about, Zach, with like exploiting glitches in games because i feel like they're totally different there's something totally different in putting in a cheat code that like is like hacking versus like finding a code that the developer slipped up and then exploiting it you know what i'm saying it's like a a, a difference and maybe I saw, I saw a video on this or not i can't remember what i, th I thought about it but it, it just seems more fair that you know because it's not going to break the game it's like you can always introducing you something foreign yeah, you can you can take advantage of an exploitation as long as it's not like a like a game breaker. Like, um, that's a bad example, but but yeah, I just think it's different. And I and I've also been just amazed by like speed runners, because um, Jackson, you know, I've been playing a lot of Borderlands Three right now, and I have started. Or we we've been playing a game together, going through the the campaign, but then like on our other like 
solo accounts, we're trying to just get get caught up so that like we can have multiple characters at the end and like have beaten the game. So we're just running past everything, and we're and just earlier today we were like, man, I've I've only been playing an hour and I'm already like to the sixth level or whatever. And I was just thinking about that one like exploitation that you showed me in Borderlands that 2 was where the you one. can throw a grenade yeah, that was the one and like hop you. over yeah yeah you can yeah i mean you could talk about it but you you essentially hop over a wall right? yeah and in borderlands 2 which is probably the game that like for me i've sat around and just like messed with the most um out of like i i love but also like a, a boredom you know what i mean when those like cross <laughs> yeah uh, uh, you're just hanging out in the world right and it was particularly when I was playing on console because when you're on PC, you know, you can like edit saves and all the console commands, etc. But on uh, in, in like the main town sanctuary, there's a there's a gun in the game that is like a pistol that doesn't run out of ammo. And it just is like it doesn't do an incredible amount of damage or anything. And it's just a pistol, but it has just like you pull, hold down the trigger and it just shoots. And then there's um, this uh, mission where you are learning the different um, elements in the game, like fire, oh, right. yeah. boom, air, whatever. And there's like a, a, a dummy that is like level one. And if you kill it, you gain experience because it's part of the quest. But if you don't switch to the next element, it just like puts up a new dummy. And so what you can do, it's like a it's like a gun range target where it goes all the way back and then forward. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What you can do is you can there's a there's a spot over near the, the gun range where you can hop over a grenade jump over a wall out of bounds and then work your way around to the back of the gun gallery and then jump up and stand up on like the the target dummy and then just look down and like basically tape down the trigger and then just you will shoot and the person will like the dummy will die over and over and it's just like you're staying at the back of the gun gallery because it's just popping up a new one and you can just like leave that trigger taped just down reap. and then just come back i mean it's it's slow <laughs> because levels. it's like a level yeah whatever one dummy or something but it's just like you can grind yeah. all like the, as much experience <laughs> as you want it's, I don't yeah. know. It's pretty fun. It's, I think, it's just I think one of those things great. to do. Yeah, I think I, I think ex, the ex like again, that's exploiting. You're not putting anything in right. the game. Like you can play Borderlands yeah. and never do that, yeah. and it's still fun. Right. You don't, you know. Well, and I can also just like play Borderlands and gain the experience through playing it. But right. I played the game several times through, and I could go. I don't know, eat dinner and walk grinding experience. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There is a level up a character. There's a there's like several different ways to play through games. And this is all stuff that I just like learned over the past few days because I just got hooked on it. Now that I've done it, it's like one of those like, oh, I just wonder what else is out there. Like what kind of weird stuff yeah. is in games that just didn't get caught. And like when they don't patch games anymore, you know, nowadays or back back then, they don't patch them. They just like released it and that yeah. was it so you got what you got um but i guess in like there's there's a type of there's like 100 running 
fastest time running where you, it's like pretty much the same thing. Like how fast can you 100% the game? How fast can you beat the game? Speed running. And then there's like low percent running. Have you heard about that? Like well, the, what, yeah, there's now? kind of like you, the like 100% and then like glitchless runs, right? Like where you beat the game without using exploits. Yeah. yeah. And you're going as fast as you can. And then there's like any percent runs where- Yeah, any percent, that's right. Where it doesn't matter how much of the game you complete. And it's generally like you can use as much like exploiting as you can because you're really mm -hmm. just trying to get to the end. You're trying to cut out as much fat as you can. Yeah. Yeah. And then low Dude. percent is like what it's like a different tier of like you don't like if you can get less things, then you can beat the record for low low percent. So if somebody beats the game and it takes them 30 the, hours the to do it. That they can. Yeah, but you you beat the game and it took you five hours longer, but you just have like one less key to yeah. a door. Like you are the world record holder. And I guess wow. for Twilight Princess when it came out, this is gonna this is crazy to me. Uh, Zelda Twilight Princess, uh, when you get a, you know how in that game you got like a rupee every time you'd log in, if you got like a five rupee, it like stopped right. the game and he would like be like, I got five bucks and did that yeah. like idle animation. Um, it's called like rupee phasing or something. There's like a name for it now, but you can like phase through walls with this idle animation because if like what they did was when they made the idle animation, if you can think about the animation as like a circle they of frames, they left like one frame out. Oh. So if you sit there, he will the, slowly, the what, what happened? Yeah, what happened is somebody, I guess, like got like opened a treasure chest and then they like went to dinner and then they came back the next day and Link was backed up like into the treasure chest. So it takes like five or six hours for him to move like an inch you know but you can literally phase through walls without having to collect keys if you just let your game sit so like the low percent record is like 36 hours and the high oh, like this the any percent is like four you know but like people literally will like get into a position and just leave their controller for like seven hours as he back. like slowly slides through the wall that's so awesome just, that's so that funny so cool. i just think that's amazing I watched back when I was doing my like Kingdom Hearts like playthrough and I was like just researching the game and like just I don't know learning more about it. I watched a speed run of the game and I think it's like three hours like it's kind of it's kind of nutty and like the dude was um, he he even changed the language to like Japanese yes. or like whatever because the characters are smaller so that he can like go faster right. through the like text cutscenes. I, I feel like that one's so, like pretty common in like games yeah. where it's like I don't know I, like Pokemon where you have lots of text. Yeah yeah it blew my it blew me away though because I was like man like that just adds a whole nother like like yeah. you I don't I don't know Japanese but like but like you know what I'm saying like because he has to go through and like select potions and like the name of the spells and like so you just have to know those you know but i was like man that's like a whole nother level but i didn't even think about that but i watched i watched him but one thing about I mean, that literally one thing about that if i could chime in just on that part yeah. like it, when you like see really seasoned uh, uh, like speedrunners, they know like the the them navigating menus is like 
yeah. like lightning speed because they have it it's down. It's so crazy. Because they're trying to cut out as much time as so it's like they're not even reading anything anyways. They just no. Yeah. 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 Exactly. That's true. Um, there was but one part like literally got from like start to the end of Traverse Town, like where you have Donald Goofy get on the gummy mm -hmm. ship or whatever. Like he got to that 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 boss fight, um, got there in like five minutes or something crazy. Jeez. And and I don't even remember how he did it, but I remember him fighting. He was fighting the like final boss, which is like the suit of armor with like the two arms, two legs and the head and the body. And like he was still level one. He was like doing like no damage. And because you don't grind at all. And he only the only items he had was when Donald and Goofy like joined his party. He like they had something like sitting in their inventory <laughs> that he Just was able to like it. take it. Yeah, nabs it. And then like whatever drops. But I remember like him fighting this thing and like literally like one hit brought his like health down halfway or more and it's like your speed run hinges on you being able to like fight this boss that can like two hit you and if you get hit then you have to like start over you know like it was terrifying like it was crazy that reminds yeah. me of diablo which which is another one of those games where um especially with the way Tons they, of the way they do seasons and stuff you have to do the story yeah. mode over again, like uh, to, yeah. to like go through things. And it just reminds me when you said uh, like nabbing something from like Donald or Goofy, like the 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 strat in Diablo is just to go get like a follower and then take the default thing they have because it's Rob better than them. what you have. And then just, <laughs> yeah. you know, just like take it and leave and then just use that <laughs> until you get the That's next funny. best thing or whatever. <laughs> yeah this is a little off topic but but as like running games frequently and like like i think jackson i think i lost my borderlands 2 save because of my like hard drive Dang. that i had to like clear out so now i'm like if i want to go back and play borderlands 2 do i just do the hack where you can just like instant make your character max level or do I grind out and play the story again? And I, I we're, as we're playing Borderlands 3, um, and currently I'm running three different characters, so I'm playing the same story missions three times. Um, it, and, and we, you know, there's a lot of like flack for like the story not being as good as the uh -huh, other flack. ones. And the second, the uh, flack, yeah, sorry. Uh, but yeah, the, the second, flack. yeah, the second game is like kind of like perfect as a, as a story in my opinion as like video game stories go and then so the third one has a lot to live up to and there's a lot of problems with like the writing team and all this stuff um but for a, a looter shooter or for a loot game where you have to play the story over and over again as you do new characters like story freaking matters you know what i'm saying because like because of the replay because of the gameplay loop mm -hmm. it's not like oh i do the story once and then it's like in-game content like crucible and yeah. like it's like no like the gameplay loop is playing story missions over and over and over again so like they are so critical to like be good or you know some person's gonna be like oh i have to go do this like side quest to get this legendary drop and this character is annoying or like you know what I'm saying like it's, it's a lot hinges on everything being good because the the audience that's playing it is going to be playing it over yeah and over if you and over hear again. the the same joke 20 times you <laughs> it's it's nice if it's a good joke 
Exactly. That, that's it's got to land. And what's the what's the thing in freaking like the divinity, like one and two, like the area where you shop, the freaking same audio lines oh, over yes. and oh, Skyrim. over and over again. Well, it's like Skyrim, <laughs> yeah. but it's like, in my opinion, it's like worse in divinity. You know yeah. what I'm saying, Jackson? Yeah. Like, it is like the same. That like, and you go to that same shop. You hear like the same woman yelling the same yes, thing she's, over and over. Yeah. Which the voice <laughs> acting is amazing in those games, especially yeah, yeah. The, the newer one. But you're right. It's just especially because kind of you you sit you're you're in. There's like several acts, but you're in one act at a time for a long, like a decent amount of time and you go to that like market or whatever frequently i don't know i feel like there's certain there's uh like uh that game that just came out i think it was this year maybe last year uh kingdom come there was a a picture i think it's called original sin kingdom come original sin or something um but there's a picture on uh oh i don't know uh i don't know either (laughs) of the script for the audio lines in the game. And it was two stacks of paper, like like two feet tall on a desk. Like it was just like hundreds of thousands of lines. And I think that's like, if you really think about like the amount of like objectives in Divinity or like Skyrim and the amount of voice acting that has to go into those, I know that that just takes forever to execute. Yeah, for sure. But for I, sure. I, I do feel like though it's like they're like, oh yeah, we'll just get a couple like local chatter, you know, like we'll get some local chatter. And I don't know if you think about like, like as long as the missions are good, you know, that it's fine. But even just like local chatter in town, like people are quoting Arrow to the Knee more than they are any of those missions, you right. know, like because it's just local chatter and you just hear it over and over and over again. So it's I'd be interested to know like how like how much effort was put into like making sure that like local chatter isn't horrible. You know, like I, we just keep hearing the same thing. I will say this. Breath of the Wild is really amazing for kind of this reason that like Legend of Zelda has this like very iconic music to it, like as a franchise. But through Breath of the Wild, they really like minimalize the music because you're doing a lot of just exploring. Mm -hmm. And so they make it more ambient yeah, rather than like, I don't know. Like a soundtrack, like when you walk Forest, into high, right? yeah, Hyrule Field, and the orchestra yeah. starts because you're yeah. only in the field for like two minutes. Exactly. Right? If you yeah. were playing like Breath of the Wild with the Hyrule Field or whatever playing it's over and repeat. over, it would be the worst. But they <laughs> so they did such a great job of making like there be like such there like a tune or a melody, but it's like so in the back that it's it's still enjoyable, but it's like. It, it it doesn't make your doesn't grind ears bleed you. or whatever. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that's really good. I think it's a really good point, especially like the the huge shift because I think up until then, you know, most Zeldas were pretty much on rails, um, for the most part. You know, it was kind of smaller yeah. maps and, and pretty story heavy driven. Um, but this was with with Breath of the Wild. It was much more of an open world feel. Um, yeah, you just spend hours like climbing cliff faces you know Um, and also talk about like 
different ways to play games. That one has a, a great one just set up in it. Like after you leave the tutorial area, which I'm I'm pretty sure you can leave before you finish it. You can <laughs> you you like have these four basically villages to go to, um, and uh, then you go fight the boss. But there's nothing stopping you from like walking straight to the the boss's castle is in the middle of the map you Crazy. don't start you like you don't uh, once you leave the tutorial area it's pretty close you could just walk straight there and fight him it's just like you're not you're not strong and yeah. by the time you do the other four you're like really strong and it's like almost a cakewalk but there are just people that have like you know left the plateau and then went to go spank ass. Huh? <laughs> Man, I can't wait to play that game. I feel like as a completionist, that game is going to be You're going to you, you are not going to get all the Korok seats, dude. I I probably won't yeah, do all the Korok seats like knowing how like arduous that is and that there's no payoff for it really. Yeah. I probably won't do it, but like the idea of like finishing all the dungeons and getting all the hearts Yeah, I did and, everything like, like else. That, they did everything else obtainable yeah. stuff that sounds really fun yeah uh which jackson and i did find um one of the one of the dialogues that's repeated it says let's see halibut chief's cheese oh. tomatoes <laughs> like, oh no but ap yeah. apparently someone has made a mod for the game that says a quiet day in the market and it just like gets rid of all the like NPC chatter <laughs> because they literally repeat themselves over and over and over but sometimes yeah, it's, it's like, just like you know. the only thing that needs to be done is you to just add way more time in between them saying yeah, yeah what yeah, they yeah. say but when it yeah. occurs like when it starts feeling like it's occurring once every 30 seconds you know something's wrong yeah. <laughs> oh no yeah. so i mean it's not that but, frequent, I mean, but I, it, you know what i mean yeah yeah but maybe. yeah I, I would love to like sit down and watch and like I would never like attempt speed running because I feel like that's like a it's like a whole nother. it's a different type of playing the game like for sure yeah I mean like but the but like the type the type of dedication it takes to be a speed runner it's almost like you it's like the same level of dedication to be like god tier at smash totally yeah you know, like the amount of like time and effort and like you gotta really like the game yeah. too yeah, yeah 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 exactly so yeah um that was like because I, I was thinking about about borderlands 3 and like mapping out like you would literally have to map out every single move mm -hmm. and then be able to perform that flawlessly for like three hours yeah so it's also it like props the the crazy go ahead jackson well i will say it, it's but but speedrunning is cool because like you're you're a anecdote zach like you could spend a day learning a glitch and mm -hmm. get a lot out of essentially learning part of a speed run or yeah. you know like a smaller simpler you know way of like you know speed exploitation running yeah <laughs> yeah no the cool thing is uh, back to that like what i was going to say was like that Something that I didn't factor in and most people don't factor in is you have to, it kind of is a cool thing to get inside a developer's head. Mm -hmm. um, because especially like, I feel like I'm trouncing through history because that game came out, I didn't know this, but a little bit of Majora's Max like 
trivia for you is I guess Majora's Mask dropped literally a year later after mm -hmm. Ocarina of Time, which is why there's so many reused assets in the game. Mm -hmm. They literally just ripped old assets and threw them in the game to make this new story, um, which kicked butt in my opinion. Um, but like when we jump, when we backflipped all the way up and we were exploiting that section of the game so that we could have access to Epona because we need her to jump over fences in the future and all that stuff. Um, you, what happens is the game, when you ride a Pona, how you get a Pona is you have to help with a little, you have to pretty much do like a little archery run uh, where you're riding on horseback and shooting balloons. And then she'll teach you, the girl who has your horse will teach you the song. And then once you have a Pona song, you can have access to her whenever you want. Um, but by the time you, on the first day, you jump behind that boulder, you don't have a bow. And so you get on the horse and the bow where the bow would be on the B button is completely blank because what the game is doing is it's calling, this gets into coding shit, but it's calling the asset from your inventory and it's not there. So it's just, there's nothing to put in there. This is what's crazy though. It, the line of code after you're done riding Epona is then told, and I just figured this out by playing, but it's told to take the bow and put it back in your inventory and then take your sword and put it back in the B button spot. Well, if there's nothing to call on for that first section of code, it doesn't replace the sword because it's not completing the first portion of the code. So you don't have access to your sword until you get the bow and then ride a Pona. So we had to get the bow with no sword oh, cool. and then and then jump on the horse. The B button loaded because it pulled the sword or no the sword. bow. Yeah. And then we press B and it didn't load the bow for a few seconds. And then it finally like clicked. clicked we jumped off the horse and then had our sword back. So That's like cool. there's That's ways so cool. the game works that you're not even paying attention to because you're not supposed to do that, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So neat. So cool. Ah. <sighs> Very cool. Well, we all love exploiting video games, but if anyone exploits D&D &D or breaks any rules, then you're screwed. <laughs> Sorry, I was trying to find I was trying to find a good transition. So, I've learned that you can find seventh grade blackmail of your DM and send mm. them back, hey, if you don't cancel this boss, then I'm going to let these release. And that's a good hack. That's yes. a good. Right, that is a good, good that is a good hack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So su submit any uh, uh, D and D uh, hacks or exploits, and I'd love to hear more about them. Uh, but as you guys do that, we are gonna play some D and D without Ronnie and Silas. So sorry, guys. <laughs> sorry, guys. Next episode's not gonna have the minute. They're, no. They're dead. They're dead. Maybe. <laughs>